You say, I'm Christy. I'm Christy. I'm Kyle. Yes. Enjoy. Like the same. Like. Oh, yeah. You know? Okay, ready? Okay, go ahead. Welcome to Truly Equal, a Christian egalitarian approach to marriage. I'm Christy. I'm Kyle. Enjoy. Welcome back to Truly Equal, episode 16. Today we'll be talking about context, which is the third part in our timbre series on uh, the timbre section on uh, our marriage as a love song series, I should say. So, um, if you just as a reminder, if you can subscribe to our weekly emails, that'd be great. Uh, if you go to our website, trulyequalpodcast.com, you can subscribe there. Also, remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, to stay up with all the updates uh, and get our new show every week. So uh, to kind of go over context, context for us is a little bit of background on basically what you're bringing into the marriage from uh, your growing up life, you know. So when I grew up, I grew up in one context and Christy grew up in another context. So both of us have unique things that we bring into the marriage uh, through that that make us who we are. So uh, we kind of wanted to talk about that today, and we'd like to break down context into three different sections. So the first one will be uh, family, and the second one will be religion, and the third one will be culture. So Those will be uh, three separate podcasts, and so we're only going to tackle one at a time because each of them is really extensive uh, and deserves at least a full podcast, uh, and even more could be said, I'm sure. So, But uh, for right now, we'll stick to just family uh, today, and within that, uh, we'll have a few things to talk about. So you ready? Yeah. Okay, let's do this. Also, I just want to say we're super happy to be back podcasting after our vacation, which we had a great time in. We were in Charleston, South Carolina, and also up on the North Shore of Minnesota. So we had a wonderfully relaxing time, and now we're getting back into the swing of things. (laughs) Yes. Uh, It will be great. It's been great to be back. Uh, Somewhat difficult, but also pretty great to be back and excited to get back into podcasting. Yeah. So We missed you guys. We missed you. So let's do this. Uh, well, let's talk about family. So yeah. we have, uh, first of all, kind of just to set the stage, I would say, is what what is in a family? So for us, we came up with three different things. We came up with parents and siblings. We came up with uh, rules and chores. And we also came up with traditions. So these are three different kind of components that I, I think that most people bring into a marriage when they have uh, that context. So... Uh, let's talk about parents and siblings first. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so what in your family, Christy? <laughs> what what kind of relationship? What context did you bring to the uh, to our marriage from your parents and siblings? Yeah, so for me, I grew up um, being homeschooled my entire life, like all the way up through all through high school and everything. So, um, and I had two younger brothers and both my parents were at home Mm. so um it was small family maybe big depending on where you come from (laughs) right um but yeah so I think being homeschooled like throughout all of my years was definitely like a huge thing that I bring into our our marriage you know Mm -hmm. it's a different kind of a context that some than other people and it made me really close to like 
my mom and my brothers because I saw them every single day. <laughs> yeah. So they were my schoolmates, you know, and my mom was like my mom and my teacher and yeah. kind of a friend too. So <laughs> I think that's pretty unique. Yeah. So, so lots of different roles there. And um, yeah, so I think that is definitely one distinctive thing of context that I bring. Yeah. For me, I was also homeschooled. Uh, so my mom was my, my teacher for most of my uh, childhood, but I actually spent uh, in high school, I did public school. So mm. after eighth grade, I went to public school for four years, which was very interesting and definitely uh, presented like a shift in my relationship with my parents and siblings. Because as you know, you are really close to your family right? when you're homeschooled. Everyone is together and you kind of feel like this communal sense of, yes, we are one family unit. You know, Mm -hmm. but then after you kind of move out of that into like a public school thing, especially when so I was at that time, I was the only person that was going to public school. Mm -hmm. Everyone else was still being homeschooled. Yeah. And so with that, that presented uh, like, well, Kyle's now in public school and we're still being homeschooled kind of a thing. So I felt like that was a little bit of a unique thing where I felt like, oh, I'm out now or like I'm not in this thing anymore yeah. like so doing your own thing more of like an individual than a communal aspect yeah, yeah yeah and I think actually so that coincided with us moving so mm. we we grew up in a smaller house we only had one bathroom mm-hmm. which was pretty crazy yeah so and then after that around the time that I went to, pub, to public school we switched houses we moved to a new house that was much bigger and everybody had their own room Mm. which was pretty and pretty cool when he came from like everyone being in the same room but like now I could shut my door and now I could have my own unique space Mm. and that was I think those two things kind of was like a a big shift in where I felt like my place in my family was yeah so yeah yeah for me too uh all my life though I grew up in like a small house with one bathroom yeah (laughs) and I did have my own room though in that house because I was the only girl I had two younger brothers so they shared a room upstairs Mm. but um yeah I think like being in the small house definitely impacted our family like um if you were in the dining room you could hear people in the living room and vice versa and the kitchen like basically any of the communal spaces like your conversations will be heard by people in other rooms too, you know? (laughs) So, um, I do remember like going into my room, like shutting my door, especially doing like homework or whatever, or if I just needed time alone, being like more of an introvert and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know what it'd be like for my brothers because they didn't have that. They shared a room. But, uh, yeah. yeah, So I think that definitely made my family closer because we all shared like the small space. Right. And and we all like call the bathroom first. Like I call the bathroom. I gotta go. And we all like chase each other there, you know, because we only had one. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, the fun things you do. <laughs> it's so true, man. I forget about those days, but yeah, I was oh, I was always like banging on the door, yeah, like get yeah, out of there. Yeah. You're done. Come on. I'm. I need to go. Or yeah. Whatever. So, what else kind of was was part of your context with that? Yeah. So I think like another unique thing for me that probably a a lot of other people don't experience is that um, my brothers and I had the same group of friends. So we had a bunch of friends in our neighborhood that were also homeschooled. And um, we like hung out with them after school every day of the week, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) So like it was a, you know, wide range of of kids. Like so we each had like our own kind of friends that we were closest to in that group, but we also all hung out together. So Mm -hmm. I think that's a very unique space 
that me and my brothers were not only homeschooled together, but we also had all of the same friends. Yeah. You know, so especially like growing up, like it changed, you know, as you get older. Yeah. And my brother eventually went off to school too. And so then Mm -hmm. he had his own school friends, but I was pretty much out of the house by then. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, growing up, that was very unique. And yeah, for me, um, so when I was in high school, I got other friends besides, um, kind of my brothers and my church where I spent a lot of my time, but I didn't have like the same group of friends. I had a lot of different areas of friends. Like I had my school friends in public school and then I had like my church friends at church and then I had, those are the two primary ones, but then sometimes I'd have like, I don't know, like sports friends, you know? So you Mm -hmm. have like your golf friends or your, um, like, cause I played golf in high school or like my, my soccer friends. And then I'd have, um, uh, like show choir friends too so yeah wow <laughs> there's so many different like groups of people that I would be with all the time yeah so I mean I would say like I had church friends as well and also I went to a homeschool co-op group and so I had some friends there oh I did too yeah yeah but they weren't as my closest friends were my friends in our neighborhood and my brothers also had like some other friends too but I think their closest friends were the friends in our neighborhood because we got to see them every day you know the other friends I saw maybe once a week Right. So, yeah, that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, I think maybe going back to like a couple episodes ago with me being an Enneagram 3, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I kept those relationships from being super close because I was always pursuing like, you know, things I wanted to do and tasks I wanted to get done mm. and stuff. So I wasn't like, I had a lot of friends, but I didn't have a lot of close friends. Although in high school, I did have a close friend and I also had one childhood close friend too, but... It, for for the most part, they were all pretty much like either friends or more acquaintances than gotcha. actual friends. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And so that kind of wraps it up for our parents and siblings and kind of that immediate family unit. But let's talk a little bit more about diving into that, like uh, the rules and the chores that we all had to do as part of that. Because I feel like in marriage, I feel like there's a huge shift that maybe happens when you're like oh well I'm used to doing this thing that because we always had it like this and then now you're not used to that or you used to do it so then there's like this confusion that yeah happens. so I think a prime example um Kyle is if you tell about your Saturdays how your Saturdays were and I'll contrast it with my Saturdays growing up <laughs> oh my gosh this is exactly so this is a struggle <laughs> this has been a struggle for us uh, throughout our marriage I think and we're still not we're still working through it yeah but for the, from the beginning, my thought whenever Saturdays rolled around was, so my dad had this philosophy of like work first, play later, right? So we would get to do fun things for sure. Um, we had a boat growing up and we'd like go out on the lake on the water and we would go tubing and water skiing and have a great time and everyone would have a, uh, would want to do that. Everyone in my family would, but before we did that, we had to get stuff done. We had to like mow the lawn, take out the garbage, clean our rooms, clean up the house. If there were, if we were watching cartoons or something, we would be not, that was not good. That was frowned upon. That would be a problem. So like if once we got all those things done though, we could go out and do the fun things. But so then when it comes to our marriage, I'm like, Oh, Saturday morning. Perfect. All this, all these things that we've like neglected to do throughout the week, Let's get them done right now. And then after that, we can have fun. Yeah. That's not what Christy's Saturdays looked like. No, like for me, Saturdays were a time to 
chill and relax and like hang out with friends and because you did school you know all the rest of the week so now Saturdays were your free time and um like we still had to do chores and stuff at different times but it wasn't like okay you have these amount of chores that you have to do this Saturday and you can't play with your friends so you get them all done sometimes we'd have a couple chores we'd have to do before that but usually like we could relax and, you know, wake up late, sleep in, and then like go play with our friends. And so to me, in my mind, I'm like, Saturday's a day of relaxing. Yeah. Yep. So that's very different. And like sleeping in too, because you always wake up early on Saturdays. And I'm like, why are you waking up early? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh man, I got so much done this morning. Like the day is like young and I'm like so uh, accomplished. Yeah. It's just like going back to my three Enneagram thing. I'm like, you know, I'm in heaven. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, so that's exactly what I feel like is been a struggle for us, but, um, just the idea of how you approach a Saturday, like what is it for? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I've tried now like sleeping in on Saturdays and I find it to be pretty awesome. (laughs) It's a lot different, but it's also really, really satisfying too. I feel like I've tried getting stuff done on Saturdays and I'm not very good at it. (laughs) yeah it's hard to to change especially i like can't concentrate or something yeah yeah or like you'll like be tired when you know you've been so used to like not doing that that it's really hard to break out of right. that yeah and it's hard for me to break out of like i get up at seven on saturdays because i have stuff right. to do yeah <laughs> so yeah. i think like another thing um though with the chores that isn't necessarily just a saturday thing like i grew up having to do chores you know just like most kids so for the dishes like we'd have to we didn't have a dishwasher growing up so we'd have to wash the dishes and i remember when me and my brothers were younger we'd all wash the dishes together so like maybe i would be like washing the dishes and then my other brother would be like on the other side of the sink where we just had like clean rinse water. Mm -hmm. So he'd like dunk the dishes in to like rinse them and then stick them in the drying rack. And then my other brother would like dry the dishes and put them away. You know, so those are like the three different roles you could have when you do dishes. So that was really fun because we all got to do it together and like, you know, whatever. Then we decided... us kids I think I'm pretty sure it was us kids decided oh hey one person could do the dishes all by themselves and the other two people would be free yeah for like two days in a row (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so we started doing that but then that made dishes more of a chore because you were all lonely by yourself doing the dishes and you didn't have anyone else to like talk to while you were doing them and so then I like hated dishes right (laughs) um but yeah, we never went back to like all three of us doing dishes together again. <laughs> so that was sad. That is sad. But we'd have to do that. And yeah, I'd take out the trash a lot. Yeah. But man, we kind of had rotating chores that we all did different things at different times, mm. you know, but there was like a list of things to get done. Right. Just whoever wanted to do it could do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I would feel, I feel bad for you. Cause I mean, <laughs> I had, a, I had this new thing it's called a dishwasher. A what? A what? <laughs> yes. A dishwasher. So pretty much like a lot of it was loading the dishwasher, which is what we had to do. Like we would take our plate and our cup and we'd rinse them out and then we'd like put them in the dishwasher. And then at the end of the day, we'd start the dishwasher. And then in the morning, it would be my task to take those uh, dishes and put them away. So I would have to empty the dishwasher. They'd be clean. Uh, which was my cha- my task that I always did. So that was my thing. No one else did it. It was me. And I feel like for you, like having both everybody involved in it was is kind of unique. And also like <laughs> having rotating things that you did, which is, is interesting. Because I think that for me, like I had the 
dishwasher emptying, but then like my brothers had to feed our dog mm. or like take out the trash or something. Or I, there were, there were some set things, but then there were a lot of just like everybody can do this whenever we're, we as needed so yeah like so chores in my family kind of like changed throughout the years and it's hard for me to remember how it all went down because like I do remember when we were really little we each had these our own little charts that we got like little stickers on oh I think we tried this once too (laughs) (laughs) at your house yeah my house (laughs) (laughs) that's funny yeah yeah and I mean this was like when we were really little and brushing your teeth was like a chore you know making your bed was a chore and my dad put like (laughs) these little graphics like in the chart and it was all like cutesy and stuff yeah so vacuum vacuuming the rug was like one of them and I think that was more my chore than my brother's chore Mm. but I don't really remember what theirs were it was like a lot of similar things and some different things. And so that's hard for me to remember though. Cause that was like a long time ago. Yeah. And as we got older, I think it all just kind of was like, well, these things need to get done. I don't really care who does it. It just needs to get done. <laughs> yeah. So I've thought, so I don't know if, I, I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but I would love to someday like create like that kind of a chart, but then like have it be almost like a RPG video game. So are oh, you like, yeah, that'd complete, be so cool. you know, like quests, like, cause if you can gamify something, that would be so interesting <laughs> to me. So like you say, okay, two plus two points in hygiene. If you brush your teeth, <laughs> like, right. Like, and then you level up, you know, you have like level one to a hundred and then you get these certain points and then like you level up after you, Oh, one week. Uh, now you get a new toothbrush. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You have like rewards and stuff and quests and oh my gosh, I just like video games are so we fun just to do me. that for ourselves. I know. I'm serious. <laughs> Why not just start now? <laughs> that I'm serious. That'd be wonderful. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but rules and chores are always like something you, I feel like you dread when you're a kid and yeah. then you're like, well, I guess we had to do them. So, but yeah, I think now I see as a, as a more adult, like, man, there's so many chores that I didn't even know about that my parents did that right. I'm like, man, this is just, uh, I was like, these are the, those are the simple chores, right. like taking out the garbage and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I got to balance our budget and like, you know, do all these things and stuff. It's like, it's hard. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Also, um, so my family would have this time, like, I don't know. I remember on certain Saturdays, we just have like ton of chores we do it kind of be like a spring cleaning sort of thing yeah but it wouldn't be like every Saturday you know like yours it'd be like random like or or maybe like company was coming over so we'd have like a super intense like cleaning day and yeah. we'd all like have different things that we do right. and like I said before it's probably like my mom wrote out this like long list of things that need to get done mm-hmm. and then you know sometimes she would like assign it to certain kids and sometimes like we could just choose like oh I want to do this I want to do this you know, and then you like do your little thing and cross them off and like, <laughs> yeah, so we would do, you know, dusting, washing the walls and the floor and sweeping it and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it yeah. was like not super scheduled. It was kind of like whenever the house needed deep cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like now it's time to go through all your clothes in your room and decide which clothes you need to give to the thrift store and which ones you're keeping. <laughs> so yeah. Did I, you guys do that at all? Uh, I think clothes weren't a huge deal for us. Like I felt like for me, I wasn't always thinking about my clothes, like how, where they were at, like if I needed to throw them away or something. Um, I don't know. I know that for a a big deal for us was like, my dad was always washing the car. Like he was like always thinking about like washing or maintaining the car or Mm. cleaning it out, you know, because a lot of times, so we would, we had a van growing up and our minivan would always get like trashed with all these like (laughs) McDonald's cups and like uh, just little like candy wrappers and stuff and like little fries and whatever you have. Like seriously, it was terrible. (laughs) We were so messy. Um, And, 
And so he'd be like, we need to clean this up. And so we'd have to do that. Um, and then we'd also wash the car. I learned how to like wax a car too, which mm-hmm. is, uh, I don't know, like somewhat of a useful skill. <laughs> I don't do that much anymore, but <laughs> it's probably something that uh, I could get back into. But yeah, so basically a lot of it was like, my dad was good at maintaining things and knowing mm-hmm. that like he needed to do these things at a certain time. And uh, he would always try to involve us in that too. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk lastly about traditions. So traditions are always, I think, a fun, a well, not always, but it, they can be a fun thing that each family uh, does. So mm-hmm. what were some traditions uh, that you guys did for um like I don't know, like vacations or holidays or whatever. Yeah. So for vacations, when we were younger, um, we'd go to the North Shore a lot, which we're doing again now a lot with my family. Like, um, I guess they stopped after my brothers were in Little League for a while because that kind of took over our whole summer. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we'd go to the North Shore and just kind of go hiking and like exploring the falls and stuff and the rivers. Yeah. For people who don't know. <laughs> Uh, let's explain the North Shore. So there's this part in Minnesota, which I didn't know about until I got to live here, which is like it runs. There's this highway that runs right along the coast of Lake Superior. Yeah. And there's beautiful uh, ro- like beaches and uh, it's really cloudy, foggy. And it has just like just beautiful picture, picturesque like mm-hmm. uh, waterfalls and like little hills and rocks and stuff. And it's really yeah pretty lots of trails to go on and stuff and yeah it's just really beautiful out there so lots of minnesotans spend like a weekend or two out there basically we just enjoy nature right you know so we do that a lot we'd also um pretty much every year go on a vacation to visit relatives somewhere because our relatives didn't live in minnesota yeah (laughs) so they live like all over especially my grandparents lived in north carolina so we'd make like a road trip out there you know and stay in like I remember staying in either a hotels or sometimes we did like KOA camping mm. um, or like I remember also so we'd make like a vacation out of our road trip where we'd stop at like um, I don't know these like caves and we'd like get a tour of the cave and stuff. Yeah. I remember that a couple different times and mm-hmm. I don't know. So we'd like take probably a vacation every year, visit different people or do our own kind of a thing. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much what we did for vacations. Oh, okay. What about you? For me, I do remember when we were kids, like we would just go to this place, uh, this little hotel uh, that was like, I think it was a Best Western Hotel. I forget exactly what the, where it was. It was somewhere in Grand Rapids, which, so uh, I grew up in a small town and Grand Rapids was the biggest big town that was close to us. (laughs) Yeah. So we went there like off and on, I think just like for like a random weekend. I remember that. I also remember us, uh, we had a pop-up camper. We bought Mm -hmm. a pop-up camper and we would haul that to um a, this place called Hoffmaster State Park which is next to Lake Michigan mm-hmm. so like my mom would haul that pop-up camper on the back of our mini uh, well tow it and then my dad would take his truck and we would take our boat oh, so okay. we would have like boat and then pop-up camper and so we'd like have that there and we I remember doing that multiple times throughout our childhood uh and then after kind of like I went to high school uh, and more like when I was getting older, we didn't do that as much anymore. And my dad never really liked to take off like a lot of time from work. Mm-hmm. He had his own business and he was very um, intent on like, it didn't feel like he wanted to leave that for any longer than 
one or two days. Yeah. So we wouldn't take like long vacations. So we'd take maybe like one or two days, but we wouldn't take a week long or two week long. So I always heard about my friends like, you know, like, oh, we spent a month in this place <laughs> or like spent a few weeks here or like a couple a couple weeks over here and like I'm like oh okay cool awesome <laughs> I didn't do that <laughs> yeah but yeah so um a lot of it too was just like weekend um boating mm. or like so we didn't do a lot of long vacations but I would say that we did do like little getaways when we would go out to the lakes and just like be our family together gotcha so yeah uh and then for holidays we we would do some things for Christmas and some things for Easter. A lot of times we'd like go over to my dad's side of the family because my, my dad's side of the family all lives in Michigan mm-hmm. where my mom's side of the family was a lot more like um, spread out. Like my uncle lives in Colorado and my aunt lives in uh, Virginia. So, but my dad's side of the family all lived in Michigan and we'd always get together for like Easter and Thanksgiving and Christmas and sometimes even like for random birthdays or anniversaries too so that would always be like a two-hour drive and then we would like you know hang out there and eat and just talk and be with each other so um but yeah I don't know what about you for holidays yeah so since we didn't really have like other relatives that were close by like my closest was my grandparents in Wisconsin so we do sometimes we do Christmas with them but as we got older we got busier with like work and stuff and couldn't always you know drive up there but we would always like I I instigated a lot of our traditions because I like traditions for like holidays so Mm -hmm. like Christmas and Easter were my favorite and I'd always be like okay dad like let's go out and get the tree you know and we'd all we'd get like a real tree when I was really little we had like a three foot fake tree that was like super tiny we put on like bins so that people could see it out our window (laughs) oh nice but yeah as we got older we like started getting real trees um we like go pick them out together and then like I'd play this like music and you know Christmas music and decorate the trees with my brothers Um, (laughs) what kind of music was it it was this Swedish Christmas CD (laughs) that my (laughs) uncle had given to us when they were missionaries in Sweden (laughs) nice so yeah it's all in Swedish (laughs) not one that anybody else would know (laughs) no no we listen to Mannheim steamroller so we listen to those too but all right I always wanted to play the Swedish one (laughs) um so yeah we did that for Christmas and then for Easter I also would instigate this tradition of so we didn't do Easter egg hunts but we did this thing where um we had all these symbols of like what Easter meant like Mm. like nails for when Jesus was like nailed to the cross or like a little bit of cloth for like when he was rolled up in cloth in the tomb or like dice for when they like cast the dice for his clothes like all these different like meaningful things yeah and so we we had them in a little bag and my dad would hide them in our living room um this is especially as we were older my dad would hide them in our living room before we'd go to church usually Mm. um or sometimes after, just depending on which service we'd go to. But um, we'd come back and we'd like all through all three of us would like search for the little hidden things. And it was really fun as we got older because my dad was really good at hiding the things. Mm. <laughs> like the one thing that we're always going to remember as a family is the time that he hid the white cloth in the white Kleenex box. <laughs> like you couldn't even see the white cloth because it blended in with the Kleenexes. <laughs> Man. So my dad was very tricksy. <laughs> yeah. That's some next yeah. level hiding right yeah. there. It was really fun. So. Wow. cool that's really awesome yeah and then probably like lastly usually traditions are like birthdays some people so like did you do anything for birthdays or yeah we'd always have like a cake and presents and um some friends over 
So probably the biggest birthday party I ever had was a tea party for, I think it was either my 10th or 13th birthday. There's like a bunch of girls that my mom invited over from church, I think. And this other like lady helped her out with it. And then so some of their siblings who were boys came and they played with my brothers. And I don't know, we just like had this cool tea party. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. But then as we got older, like I would do sleepovers with my friends, maybe like one or two other girls. Gotcha. And that's mostly what we did for birthdays. Yeah, for me, we also um, had some sleepovers randomly here and there. Uh, one time for my 10th birthday, I had a bunch of people over from uh, my church friends and we like did a bunch of stuff together. Then it was, uh, I remember like playing pin the tail on the donkey and stuff. Just like all the typical like birthday games. And <laughs> oh, like I don't that. know if we did that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. We also went to this like uh, thing called Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yeah. i never been there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hmm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you weren't missing out. <laughs> it was still fun for us as kids. Yeah, it so. seems like a cool place. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and then we, what else do we do? Uh, toward the end, I feel like we uh, we didn't do a lot of things. Like it just got less and less. I feel like as we got older, mm. but definitely when we were kids, it was always like a thing. We always had cake and presents too. Like uh, especially my mom always made this from scratch chocolate cake that everybody wanted it was like okay what do you want and then we were always like the chocolate cake we gotta have it it's so good so my mom was always good at making that yeah for our cakes my mom had this like cake book that you could make the cakes into like different things like my one time I remember my mom made me like a pool cake so it had this like little square like cut out in it that there was jello inside and there were these little like you know chiclet gum pieces like on the side oh and, like, what yeah made like little people and like a diving board and like that's cool yeah so she'd like do different things like that when we were younger especially um but then it got to be way too much work and she's like okay no more of that <laughs> but she did it she kept it up for a while wow and so she'd be like okay which one do you want and we'd like look through the book and find a picture of like whatever we wanted man yeah <laughs> Wow. It was intense. That's intense. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's so much more that we didn't say. But, yeah. I mean, this just goes to show context is super important. And it feels like in a marriage, it's really cool, I think, to talk about what each other's context was as far as the family goes and talk about like religion or um, tradition and also um, rules and chores and the relationships that we had with our family members because they super impact how you Mm -hmm. you see how a family and you think a family should work right and then the two of you like now you know we get to decide what do we want our family to look like and traditions to look like? And yeah, so sometimes that can cause conflict or whatever. If you're like, no, it definitely has to be this way because this is how I grew up, you know? Right. But sometimes it's exciting because you can come up with like new things yeah. that are different or whatever. Yeah. Or so I feel like it's like you could either continue the traditions yeah. that one person started or you can be like, no, 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 we're done with that. We want to have a new mm-hmm. tradition or we can be like, you know, a combination of all right. those things. So yeah. usually I think that's probably what ends up happening. Yeah. And so far in our marriage, that's probably what's happened. Mm-hmm. There's been some things that we've taken and then some things we've been like, no, we're done. So, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, a question that I want to leave you all with. And uh, if you want to respond via Facebook or Instagram or even Twitter uh, is this, what, what traditions, what vacation or like rules or how is your family context impacted your marriage what are things that you bring into the marriage that you've had and like how were there any conflicts that resulted from that (laughs) uh 
I just love hearing unique traditions anyway. Maybe we'll just pick up one that you guys say to us. Yeah, so like any traditions. Even if you're not in a relationship and listening to this podcast, you can send us your traditions. We'd love to hear them. Yeah, for sure. So uh, also a reminder to uh, give us a rating on iTunes. We really appreciate that. And if you want to, you can give us a review uh, as well. We always look at those, read them. Uh, there's some really great ones so far. So, But definitely uh, give us your honest thoughts, which we will always appreciate. So, yeah. Well, until then, see you next time. See ya. Bye.